and welcome to the Seahawkers podcast from the podium edition. I'm Brandon Schultz. On today's show, we're going to hear from Pete Carroll following the loss to the Chicago Bears at home. We'll also hear from a cornerback, Kobe Bryant, quarterback, Geno Smith, and the man who played the second half, quarterback, Jacob Eason. So let's get right into it, starting off with Pete Carroll and, to say the least, Thursday night's game against the Chicago Bears was a disappointment. And I think you can even hear it listening to Pete Carroll and his reflections. Man, there's, there just seems to be so many lessons for us right here. We got we got a big list. And um, there's some really obvious things in just trying to win a football game that, uh, you know, the penalties and, and the special teams give me is, you know, the 100 yards and returns or something like that, setting up scores and all. The, you know, it's really hard to win when, when, when you play like that. It's hard enough anyway. Um, so there's big lessons, and I, I have to really zero in on, on the guys that are having the problems. Like Charles had problems on the line of scrimmage in this game. You know, he had four penalties on on procedure penalties and, and uh, stuff that you obviously can clean up in all different little different situations. But though we have to get that out of your football. You can't play football like that. It's it's, it's bad. And so uh, um, we'll we'll learn a lot here. Um, I, I'm I'm not gonna make any belly aching about turning it around for the Thursday night. Maybe we have to do that during the season. This is just what you have to do, and we have to do it better than we did, regardless of what the travel was or whatever. That's no excuse. You know, you have to get it done and, and, and come around. Both teams have to play fast, so um, we, we'll, we'll we'll learn from this. Um, you saw that a lot of guys didn't play again uh, tonight, and, and uh, we're we're still working our way through that. We'll figure out what what happens for us th- this week coming up. Um, so I, one of the things I have to v- evaluate is where are the errors coming from, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, what, how meaningful is it? Um, our leverage in, on our return game is really bad in, in the special teams for, for two weeks in a row, and I don't remember us ever looking like that. So there's some things that, you know, that, some things in some people, that will, there'll be some changes, you know, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll make those decisions as we go. We finally have a really cool week. This is a full week for us. We can get prepared and have the good practices and, and, and get get our work done and really take our time getting through the week and the installation of the game plans and all that. Um, so we'll we'll really appreciate how that works. And then we'll come back after that with some really good time that we need. We need every minute of it. Um, the thing I have to, you know, stay, stay up on is, is, uh, you know, where are we going? And, and, uh, I, I know that a, a lot of the guys that are not playing would make some really nice plays for us and they would be making some tackles and some hits and some catches. Uh, and we're, we're counting on those guys, but, uh, otherwise you got you know, you look at the game, eh, it, was, it was not a great game for us at all in any way. But I would say this, that all, overall the defense did a nice job and, and they hung in there pretty tough. We didn't give up a lot of yards, but pretty good on third down, three explosives for the night. Um, Nice little stand down there on the on, on the on the one foot line, which is great. Um, uh, but um, you know, all in all, uh, we, we got to get better in a lot of areas. Here was Pete's response when he was asked whether or not the performance worried him. Am I worried? No. What what I am, I'm, uh, I'm, I want to maintain my patience, knowing who's playing and and the guys that are going to play on game day when we open up. And you know, I'm more concerned about are they ready based on the amount of work that they've been able to get, you know, this was, this week did not help us in that regard. So we, we can't do anything about it, but it's these next two weeks are enormous for the other, the guys who haven't been playing in the games and to make sure that they're ready. They, they feel like they are, they can't wait to get out there. They, they, they have a sense that, you know, the, the pups are out there playing for them. Um, we've got some, some really good players that aren't out there right now. And uh, so we know that. So that's, that's why preseason is good. We're learning a lot. Among the myriad issues for Seattle Thursday night was the return coverage. 
recognizing that, you know, where they are in the coverage uh, format and, and where they have to stay to leverage where the ball carrier is in concert with the other guys. We didn't look like we have a clue about how to do that the last two weeks. And we've been working at it, but it doesn't show up. So, you know, we got a bunch of guys out there all trying to go make the tackle as opposed to working together. And it's, that it's, it's a young bunch of guys. It, it, uh, I'm just not used to seeing that happen in our game. You know, it's unfamiliar. So, um, sometimes it's the guys, have to, they got to do it right, you know, and, and, uh, um, we're, we're spending time on it. We'll, we'll spend more time on it. We're not going to, you know, scapegoat on some, you know, some kid can't make a play or whatever. We got to get them coached up. Right. Uh, that's fundamental stuff. We're not good enough at it yet. Penalties were also a problem, including for rookie left tackle Charles Cross, who racked up five penalties. We already talked through it, and, and uh, each one of them is a different situation. You know, he, it, it, it was, there were different plays. There was, you know, there was, there was, anyway, so there was every one of them had its own little storyline to it, and they're not like all the same. Uh, but um, him being comfortable, assessing, you know, the cadence adjustment and the things that needed that we have to do. Um, it's just experience. And so this is not going to be something that bothers him forever. We just got to get it cleaned up and settle him in and make sure each situation he makes, the, you know, the right assessment and does a nice job. This is kind of like the tackling thing. The Seahawks team also struggled with other fundamentals. I'm going to check on the tacklers. The guys that are missing them. I think that's the most important thing to me right now. I want to see who's missing tackles and, uh, and you know, fix that problem. I don't think it's like a epidemic kind of thing. It, it, it looked like that last week a little bit, but um, uh, we, we got to clean some stuff up with some guys that, you know, and if they don't get it right, then they, they won't be able to be here. You know, we'll get guys that can. The guys that are trying to make this club have got to catch the football for us and make our plays. And, and uh, um, it's, it's, it happened a little bit to Gino again. A couple of balls that could have been caught. We need to catch. The first third down was a beautiful read and play and protection and all that. We didn't make the catch. Uh, so those things, we, we got we to keep evaluating. There's, there's a lot of information coming at us. To make things even worse, the Seahawks picked up two injuries. Yeah, D. Luke, we were very, very fortunate. He had a, a lateral ankle sprain out of the deal. And, uh, you know, he got rolled up on and, and all of that. But all of the uh, the x-rays and stuff were negative. We were very, very fortunate there. I mean, he was upbeat about that a little bit. Um, maybe surprised by, you know, the results, but we're thrilled by it as well. Um, did you ask about Gino? Gino. Yeah, Gino banged his knee on the ground, you know, and it's got a little, like a bursa thing. It's just like a bruised knee. Um, so, um, yeah, I just know Penny Hart was going to go in the game if we needed somebody after, you know, in the, in the second half. Gino still could have gone back in, but... Um, where I would have, we're thinking about him coming back and playing in the third quarter just to get some more plays. Um, it just wasn't the right thing to do. There were a few bright spots, though, including cornerback Kobe Bryant. It's really aggressive. You can see a difference. He, he played at a little bit of a different level than some of the other guys. Uh, running and hitting, you know, he makes tackles. He's a football player. Um, I, I think that's, a, we're, getting, we're getting that information on this guy. He, he's a ball player. Bryant says he is happy to be playing nickel corner. I love nickel. You know, I love corner as well, too. I just love competing and then, uh, you know, challenging myself. You know, I feel like nickel is a lot more thinking and seeing, you know, seeing like three and whatever in the case may be. And then uh, you get a chance to make a lot of tackles as well, too, and blitz. So I love nickel. And maybe this new role will help earn Bryant a starting job. Uh, you know, I'm not. This, that's not my decision. You know, I can just go out and perform and practice and in, in preseason games as well and take it day by day and learn as much as I can, whether if it's at nickel, corner, special teams, whatever the case may be. Just like the young rookie Bryant is looking for a starting job, we all know veteran quarterback Geno Smith is also looking to start. I, I, he did OK. Um, 
you know, we needed to come through. We need to help him a little bit. You know, we need to make the plays around him too. And we missed a block on the screen, and we missed a third down conversion. And there's another one in there. Um, he he's running the show well. He's doing okay. You know, got got rid of the got out of the pocket. You know, when he needed to, and and uh, threw a couple of really good balls that could have been converted. We got to come through for him. Our receivers got to make the plays for him. And you know, we need to see uh, DK and, and Lock and, and the fellas out there. You know, we're going to count on DK and Lock and. Marquise has got a chance to help us, and and uh, and Eskridge got a chance. Eskridge has a chance to come back this week. We need those guys to come through if he's going to be good. Titans did a nice job. Really big play by Kobe tonight. Um, so there's some bright spots. You know, we we got to assess the stuff for the guys that are going to be playing when it comes time. You know, in the opener. Here was Gino's reasoning for the offensive struggles. Yeah, I think we again just started a little slow. Um, had some self-inflicted wounds. You know, some things that we can control that really set us back. And uh, that's the you know reason for the preseason, for us to get those things out. And so, um, obviously, there's a ton of room for improvement and a lot of things that we have to improve on re- very fast. And so, um, you know, when, when I watch the film, I'll be able to give you a better answer. But just from, you know, the feel of it, uh, just some things that were uncanny that we can control that kind of set us back. Of course, Drew Locke did not get the chance to get more tape to be compared with Gino on Thursday night. And Carroll says COVID has not been kind to Drew. Disappointing that he didn't get a chance to play tonight. No, you know we had we had a different plan for this night, um, and uh, you know we weren't able to execute. We couldn't do anything about it. Um, I, that's why I'm still curious to see how he plays with us. Yeah, I am. And uh, he's done enough good things. He's got some real stuff to him, and and some real exciting uh, ability and, and playmaking stuff that that uh, you all see when when he does get his chance eventually. You know, and so. Um, just disappointed we didn't get to know some more about it tonight. He's really sick. Yeah, he was sick. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was of, I think it was this morning or something. I talked to him. He, he, he hit him pretty hard. With Drew out, it was nice to see Jacob Eason get a chance to put some positive things on tape. Jacob battled out there. He did a nice job and fired up that he, uh, you know, he got a chance to get a lot of airtime and and some, a lot of situations. And we talked through a lot of stuff as the game was going. It was a really good learning experience uh, for Eason. And so we're um, that that's really good for him. It was good to see. Let's wrap up this episode with some comments from the Seattle area native, including hearing what it was like to play for his childhood team. Uh, it was exciting. Um, you know, every opportunity. For me, it's huge, you know, and this is uh, a great opportunity, um, you know, regardless of what the score was to get in and, you know, play some football again. Um, a lot of situational stuff, a lot of uh, a lot of things to clean up. But overall, you know, it was good to get back out there. I mean, it's preseason, but but again, you know, it's just this is the this is where I grew up. This is, you know, my home home city. And, and it's super, you know, unbelievable to step out on the field and, and you know, but I hear your name being called and, and, and playing, you know, in front of the 12s. It's, it's pretty spectacular. So. You know, that's something I'll never forget. You know, it's something I'm going to keep pushing to, you know, to become a reality, you know, whenever my time does come. So, um, you know, I never, never forget about that. You know, never forget where I came from. And, you know, being able to play at a professional level in, in front of that home crowd is pretty special. Eason was thrust into the position to play more Thursday because of Locke's positive COVID test. Yeah, it was a whirlwind, you know, a bit of a whirlwind. Um, you know, they do a great job in our facility of, of you know, preparing for a short week and you know over the last two years you never freaking know with, with with COVID you know we had a few scares in other places too so you know it was it was exciting you know obviously not 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 for Drew we you know we love Drew and you know we, we knew it was his shot to go out there and start today but um you know in, in this in this situation you know it was an opportunity for me to go out there and, and get some playing time so 
uh, you know, wishing Drew nothing but the best in recovery and good health and all that. But uh, it was a little bit of a whirlwind. You know, I would have liked to have some reps in, in uh, well, Wednesday's practice, Tuesday's practice. But, you know, that's just how it goes with, uh, with this bug that's going on. And finally, here is Eason's view of the quarterback competition. Uh, you know, I think they're both great competitors. You know, they both have a lot of respect for each other as well. Um, they both can do pretty amazing things with the ball and both smart, talented, both leaders. So, you know, I'm excited to see how it plays out. And I know both of those guys are, are, are you know, are going to push it down to the wire and it'll be a tough decision for Pete to make. So um, I'm excited for both of them and, and, you know, to continue to learn and grow in, in areas that I can, you know, with, with watching them and, and, and seeing them operate and kind of, you know, applying those things to my game. So uh, happy for both those guys, stoked for them and, and uh, you know, wishing the best. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And we're going to be doing an episode of Three In, Three Out. Look for that on YouTube probably Saturday afternoon sometime and right here in your podcast feed Sunday morning. If you'd like to become a member of the flock to help support the show, to get ad-free episodes, join our Discord or our Facebook Ring of Honor group. You can go to getintheflock.com. Three bucks or more gets you into the Discord group. We're also going to be doing a podcast pick'em league. And if you want to join that, you can go to seahawkerspodcast.com and click on the pick'em league button and you can sign up right there through the CBS Sports website. Seahawkerspodcast.com. Check it out. And stay tuned because we've got more Seahawks talk coming at you. Until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks.